hoses and wires and covers and oh, oh my. my yeah it's time for loud pipes the podcast that brings you the best conversations relating to motorcycles the riding experience and other motoring adventures here are your hosts for this episode rich warfield rico hogan and john Miracle. Pipes episode 135. Another full house this evening. We have something to talk about that I think John is gonna like, and something that to talk about that I'm gonna like, and a barber plan that I think everyone will like. Brother Hogan, what do you like? I like it all, baby. You know how I do it. <laughs> I take it all. Take it. I take it. I take it and I take it and I keep taking it. <laughs> how are you, man? going on i'm hanging in there brother you know life is throwing me a bunch of lemons but you know what i'm doing you're making, making lemonade? a lemon beer mm-hmm. making watermelon lemonade but that bill of food <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're drinking then <laughs> nah i'm drinking a taj mahal tonight i think it's one of the ones i had last time last show oh, i got like uh, eight of them that, huh yeah, I got eight of them in my refrigerator, and man, I just love this beer. I just can't get enough of them. Very nice. Okay. Yeah. All right. Spider riding fool, Johnny John. What are you drinking? I am drinking some yingling tonight. Yingling. Yingling, dingling. Yingling, dingling. Yeah, I, I would I'd open the Jim Beam fire, but I need to save that for my buddy Rico. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I heard, yeah. I heard in two weeks. So, so you count this down, right? Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks from now, we'll be opening up the bottle. Man, are you ready? Not wait. I, I hope you got one just for me. All right, I'll make sure I get one just for you. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. So, so Richie Rich, yes, sir, my brother to the north mm-hmm. in the nation's capital. Yes, sir. That's me. Back up there again. Number one. Did you get flooded out? <laughs> yeah. We survived. Yeah. Florence was a little rough, but, you know, a little bit of water in the studio that cleaned up pretty easily and a couple of trees that my husky chainsaw took care of. And nice. that's about it. Awesome. All right. Um, and, and, and since talking about that, before I continue on, I want to give out, I hope everybody that's in the the Carolinas over by the coast are doing well and survived through this storm. And the, unfortunately the rivers in Eastern North Carolina have flooded majorly. And so hopefully everybody survives that might listen to our show. Yes, indeed. So, all right, back to the fun. What are you drinking? All right, drinking. Well, since I am in the district, I have something from Atlas brew works which is made right here in D.C. It's called Dance of Days, Citra and Mosaic, Pale Ale. Can. Oh, it's flat. Oh. oh. Yeah, with a name like that, it probably would have stayed on the shelf if I was there. <laughs> That's not good. No fizz. Mm. Uh, uh, it is flat. How is it? Is it? Yeah. Wah, wah. 
I hope you got two. <laughs> Except bought a whole six pack. <laughs> no. I hope they're Sorry. all flat. Right? Mm. That's gonna suck. I wonder if it's supposed to be that way. Really? A flat beer? Anyway. Uh, let's see before we get into the topics I have a little yeah. event to share here okay as you know the lovely vintage festival is coming up soon the event we refer to as yeah in two weeks barber uh-huh. Uh-huh. and since the modus block party we've heard is not happening oh. on Saturday night we have sort of a combined podcast event so Kevin over at Throttled has arranged a little event at Rails and Ales. That's in Leeds, Alabama, not too far from the festival. And from 5 to 8, they're going to have a band, a food truck, good times. People will hang out and meet up. And we will give them the trophy from the Motorcycle Podcasters Challenge at that event. So that's what will be Saturday night early because the Modus uh, owners are also meeting up in the vicinity of the Modus uh, factory. So. And that's going to be later. But we may be do this early and do Modus later. Okay. Just, cool. just, just, just like crash their little party. Yeah. Just, you know, roll in, make a bunch of noise, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Loud pipe. Loud pipes. Well, speaking of noise, let's make some of our own. Like that, Hogan? I like that. You know, I was just waiting for that gurgle and the popping in the background. Just That gets me every time. Although I don't think it's going to be that one this time. No? No. Oh. Is, you going to do something different? Is, is the Blue Beauty coming out? Is the girlfriend coming out? Yeah, damn it. I can't find the sound effect quick enough. No. <laughs> uh, let's see. It's going to be more like this one. Sweet sound of crotch rockets. I have the small clip somewhere. Yeah. Let's talk about something that Johnny might like. Oh, we are? We are. So I understand Can-Am has uh, announced a new model. So Johnny, tell us about it. Yeah, man. So so number one, uh, well, yes, the Can-Am announced, um, what was it, a week ago? Yeah, I think a week ago. A week ago Sunday. Uh, they released the new Can-Am Riker. Which is a new design that is marketed for less than the ten thousand dollar range. So the base model Riker is a six hundred cc Ace parallel twin mm-hmm. that, as I've found out, runs in their sleds and ATVs. And the weight of the Riker at that uh, is less than six hundred pounds. Not that weight matters. No, no. No, not at <laughs> I'm all. Just, I'm just saying. And it's going to have all the safety features, the ABS, the traction control, the stabilization control that the current Spider has in the Riker. Um, and they are touting it as being able to be customized over 75,000 different ways. Uh, they have body parts that can change in and out. And color combinations, you can add 
bag stock to it, windshield. And then the next model, if you want to go up, you can go up to the Ace 900, which is a inline triple 900. And that's still a little, I think it's right a little over 600 pounds is the specs. And that's, I think, at 999. Mm. Uh, single swing arm, shaft drive. Um, oh, yeah, and they're fully automatic. So there is no... Um, no on the spider, there's there is no clutch and there's no um, semi-automatic like mine where you have to paddle shift up. It's twist and go. Huh. So is it like the centrifugal clutch, like a snowmobile, or is it just shift itself? What's the transmission? Uh, to my understanding, it fully shifts itself. Hmm. So probably a DCT. With no uh, automatic. Automatic. And to my understanding, there is, I think if I... I mean, I haven't seen much, but I think on your right foot, there's a way to put it into reverse. Hmm. You still got reverse? Mm-hmm. And they lower the seat by two inches. So I think the seat height is 24 inches now. Mm-hmm. Um, so they are, what they have found is over the last few years, 10,000 riders um, have taken the Can-Am course and learned and stuff, and over half of them, or half of them have been females. So with that, I mean, it kind of more equates to a female rider. Yep. Help, help female riders because they lowered it and everything else. Well, looking at hmm. the picture, John, where they talk about the automatic transmission, it it's a belt drive system, and it, it definitely looks like a clutch setup that you would met, you would, might find in a snowmobile. Okay. Is more what it looks like. And you said that's where these engines are used today? Yep. Okay. Well, that that's makes sense. What, that's what I have, I have uh, you know, what I've read and a lot of people talk about it. Yeah, it's a CVT. It's a CVT transmission. And do, does yours have those different modes like Eco and Sport and Rally? So mine only has, I have a Sport mode. And I have just recently been told to take it off put it in the sport mode because it <laughs> changes it and <laughs> i did when i was in pennsylvania with uh, zion and it's supposed to take some of the nanny controls off and let it not supposed to let it go a little better have a little more less um the steering is supposed to be a little more forgiving so you can kind of let it loose a little more mm. now you mentioned how many different combinations to customize like 75,000 yeah 75,000 that's a little concerning to me that's incredible and it, well and, and I'll tell you why because it, unless they're making these parts on demand man I would hate to think of the overhead to stock all those different parts and I know it's not 75,000 parts it's combinations of parts but right I went through the color panels and options and accessories earlier it's like okay that's that's a lot of choice. And then you wonder if that might, especially for, you know, they're marketing these for newer riders, if that's a little too much, a little overload. You know what I mean? Too confusing? I, I think it could be. Um, I, but I think it gives people the option to change it up. Um, mm-hmm. But the panels, they're supposed to be, how I understand it's supposed to be snap. You know, they're snap in place, panels, color panels to change it out. So... 
And you get you have a choice of the uh, 600 and the 900, so you can get a bigger motor if you wanted to, it looks like. Right. And then, as I as you brought up the rally mode, they actually have they have a rally edition that is allowed to take it more off road. I would say not like fully off road like an ADV bike, <laughs> but I would say like bar roads, um, gravel roads because you got the shaft drive where you wouldn't really want to take a belt drive down a dirt gravel road because a rocket's in your belt and you're going to be could have some issues. So. They have that mode, and that one that is standard only in the nine hundred, and that's at ten five. I I think I like the other edition where it looks like a bobber in the back. It looks like the seats floating in the air. The other one looks like it has a little fender in the back. I yeah, the rally, the rally, edition. yeah, the rally edition. I like the wheels on it. Right, it's pretty yep. cool. But uh, yeah, it, it looks good with a single seat, though. Yeah, I mean yeah, they make the rally. It's a single seat, so it's a standard single seat. You can add a passenger seat on it. Um, they have the U-fit system with the handlebars, and the foot pegs can be moved to sit where you need it to sit, where you need it to go. So if, and I think, uh, you know, talking in a lot of people in the clubhouse and other people I've talked to really like what it looks like. And I know Roger is talking about it, that looking, spec one up for his wife. So, yeah, looks wise, I'm not sold. I mean, it's just pictures. I haven't seen yeah. it in person, but maybe because I'm used to seeing the front of the spider, the the drop nose on this, right? It just looks like something's missing. It kind of does, but it kind of does look. Actually, I, I'm really wanting. I mean, I have to go to the dealership tomorrow and want to ask when they're going to get one in because I actually want to ride this thing. Is it um, wider? Is the front track wider by chance? No. It looks wider, or maybe the body work is narrower. It's probably because the body work's narrower. Because those I mean, control arms are huge compared to yours. Yeah. Um, they even, in fact, went up in size on tires. They're now 16-inch tires, so the 15s on the on the, can- on the regular Spider. Okay, so um, that'll make it look different, too. Yep, and they also, as I watched the preview of the release they talked about how they're going to do like a lease program to help you know lease the bike or there's some type of program they're going to do so that help get new riders in and i actually talked to a gentleman that is i was actually going to take a class friday last friday right on the spider that got canceled due to the hurricane and I talked to him, and he was actually at the Can-Am release of this, and actually wrote it. And he says it's a, it's an awesome little, bu- it's awesome. Huh. So it's a fun machine. Well, I'm looking so. at the specs here. So the Rotax 600 Ace, 47 horsepower, yep. 35 foot pounds of torque. That's your starting model. Now that one can be had for just over eight grand. Is that right? Yeah, 85. And then the 900 Ace is 77 horsepower. And 56 foot-pounds of torque, but the peak power comes in over 7,000. Yeah. So, revs like like yours. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, to my understanding, these motors are what they use in their snowmobiles and four-wheelers, so they have been proven. Hmm. Now, what I did notice, part of keeping the price down, is as I went through and spec'd one up earlier, if you add, you know, the Fox podium shocks and all that stuff, and you start adding it up, 
you start getting up to 15 right quick um and the other thing they kind of did to lower price is that the year there's only one year warranty on it instead of the spider 2 oh okay that's that's one thing else it did. And also talking about the spider line, I will give this much information. If you go look at KM's twenty eighteen or nineteen miles, they actually lowered the prices of the spider. The F three now is only fifteen nine. The F three T has gone down. I mean, all the spiders lines have gone down in price. They have lowered the prices on all the spiders. So what do you think what do you think about the six hundred inline two cylinder versus the inline three cylinder? No. Uh, the parallel twin. I mean, I would probably go. Oh, inline. Oh, yeah. Wow. There, good job there, Rico. Thank you. Uh, I, wait, I, had I think pick, it's kind of like this. You know what? Never mind. I just got a little puke in my mouth. <laughs> well, I wasn't looking at this sheet. There you go. I'm sorry. Um, 47 horsepower with 600 pounds. Hmm. Okay. Don't know until you ride it. Don't know how it's tuned. You can only go so far, John. I know. But how fast do you need to go? I don't know. It's true. I don't know. At least you want to keep up with everybody, though. You just don't want to feel like, you know. Yeah, I I see what you're saying. If I had to go buy one, it'd probably be the 900. Go with the triple. Yeah. Um, The other question that came out is also what's the service specs on this? Because... I've seen them say that on four wheelers, I think the four wheelers and the snowmobiles, I think they're at 3,000 miles or so kind of range to have them change. There's have what change? Oil. Oh, okay. So what's the service intervals and what has to be done? So it kind of comes into question. I think the cool thing that they did was a single swing arm, though, on the rear. That looks nice, yep. Um, and that's yeah, probably like going to make it a lot easier to change a tire. The rear tire now it's a lot easier to get it off and change it and i think you had speculated this before the bike came out was that they yep. they kept all the electronics on it as part of the standard package so there's you know that 8500 gets you you know the abs stability control all that stuff right it does That's cool. it does um also another note and then it's not totally on the on the um it's on the spider is the f3 Changed the uh, digital display too. It's all digital now. Mm. So they took the one that's on the Riker that they have, and they've actually moved it to the to the Spider. I think it's a larger display, but they've changed out the whole display to a digital screen. So how long before John gets a new F three? Yeah, he likes no. his baby. My baby start the counter. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. So no? I, I'm really cool to see this. They did. I mean, unfortunately, if I was going to go buy one, I mean, this bike is around the town. I wouldn't say it's a, you know, a big touring bike. It's something that you want to run around town yeah, or a little day trip because storage capacity is only like two gallons. So that's really small. The fuel capacity is 5.2. Um, so if you do want to do this, I would say you want to get the saddlebags, which comes standard. You get the shad bags on the back. Yeah, I, I built one up earlier, the triple with the shad bags, top case, you know, the luggage rack and all that. Uh-huh. Um, I added the Fox shocks. I did the the special red that they have. I think I was at around 15,000 or so, mm. all specced up with the things I wanted. 
Yeah, shock okay. looking bike though. Yeah, it's it's. I think it's a smart move for KM. I think they're going in the market they need to go to get younger riders. Because I know when I was over to the dealership, that's one thing they they said was that somebody comes and looks at one of these and they're like, "Well, how much is it?" And it's like twenty thousand. They're like, "Uh, hey, goodbye, yeah, goodbye." You. you walk in there, and it's like, "Oh, it's eight grand, eighty five hundred. Okay, cool." Get somebody new, get somebody out riding that's new. Maybe they want to try it, see how it works, and then um, have some type of. I think I heard rumblings there might be some type of program to if you buy a Riker to upgrade it when you trade it in upgrade to a Spider. So some type of program so to get you up to bigger bikes makes sense so i'm really excited so i can at least get one point for my for my year <laughs> for my predictions i got one point yes uh, hold on to it johnny hold on to it i know right because <clears throat> you got like 20 i know so you, you're digging this rico you like it style wise style i you know what i ooh. I do like it. Uh, I do like it, and I like the swing arm. I like the exposed uh, uh, single swing arm thing. Yeah, I like the way the hump is in the middle. I like how they stub stub nosed it a little bit. I guess you can call it. Yeah, it's gonna take Where me a minute to get used in. to that drop drop nose front thing there. Yeah, yeah. So I'm digging it. What I don't dig is the two cylinders. And the 900 being three cylinders, I don't know. I got to see where the power pain is on that. I guess I got to ride this thing to really be judgmental about it. I can't be judgmental if I don't haven't ridden it. So You do. We've not you gotta, gotten you on a spider yet. I, exactly. So I just got to ride the dang thing uh, to get a feel for it. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The but one I, thing that, that I will throw out that I would probably say that if somebody was buying one that they might want to look at and i'm just watching a video is you might want to put i know the radiator is right there in front i would make sure you get some type of guard up there to protect that radiator because i know on mine i you can get rocks thrown at it and that's the radiator and you pop that mm-hmm. dang it you know so Rico, no. what was you going to say Nah, i was just i was just reaching basically i was reaching I was reaching. I was reaching because I, I haven't ridden one, so I don't. I don't know. I can't. I can't have an opinion if I haven't ridden it. I can only go by how you ride yours, and, and I've seen you ride yours, and it looks yeah. like a, a blast, and it looks like you're you're into it and, and everything. I just. I don't know. I I gotta ride the thing thing to have an opinion to give my listeners an accurate description of how I think the thing should ride and perform. I'm sorry. John, that's why you're you're showcasing this one because you 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 ride this every day. You yeah. know what's up. Yeah. And if what what CC is yours? Mine's a thirteen thirty. See, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> now you gonna put me on a two cylinder six hundred and want me to keep up with you? Ain't no way. Well, let's let's go into consideration. Let's put you on a nine hundred at nine hundred at six hundred pounds, right? Still I'm, slow, I'm, horse hey, but I'm at thirteen thirty. At 900 pounds. There's 300 pounds difference. I, I'm a skinny dude, so, you know, it doesn't really make it. <laughs> so that makes the bike about, yeah, what is right. it, 900? That makes it about 10, 1020. Right? <laughs> 1025. So, yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, is it going to keep up? I, we I don't know. Think, 
We don't know. know. This is this is what I'm struggling with. I don't know. I I I, I, I like I said, you'd be best to to tell our listeners because you can keep up now, right? No problem on yours. I can keep up with certain people. It depends on who I'm with. <laughs> it depends so, on the terrain. I right. can say this much. I've gone in the mountains with sport bike riders and I can hang with a, I can hang with somebody on a Ninja 1000 going at a nice pace. They decided to open it up and really go with it. Like the Ninja can go, I'm, I'm going to be toast. Hmm. But if they're going at a nice, lazy pace that they want to go at, not any faster, I can keep up. Cool. So, now, do you, it all, you ever have uh, ground clearance issues, John? Yes, I have ground clearance issues hitting going out my driveway. Because I noticed the no. Riker, the Riker's ground clearance is only four inches. Yeah, I think the Rally's four and a half. How does that compare to the Spider? So, I don't know. I'm trying to find it. I can't find it on the spider at all. Uh, let me see. Anyway, so yeah, we got to get Rico on it. Got to try it. I'd like to ride one. It's been a while uh, since I've the, ridden the spider. The spider is four and a half. The F3 is, is a four and a half. Oh, okay. We'll have to try it. Well, any other nuggets you want to share on it, John? No, I don't have any other nuggets that I can share on the stuff. I mean, they've made some changes and it's pretty mm-hmm. cool. So. They made a new on the spiders on the main spider, the F3. They came out with a new special edition that they came out with an F3 special edition with a different color paint scheme that's black and orange, it looks like, and silver. So, yeah. So, other than that, I don't think they really made any other changes on the bikes other than the F3 got a new display. Now, I think the Prices on the other models, everything else stayed pretty much the same for K&M for 2019. So, well, very nice. All right, Rico, you want to brag on Indian a little bit? You want to? Oh, boy. I'm asking if you want to. I'm going to, but I'm asking if you want to. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm on that. Well, the word on the street is. What's the word? What's the word? What's the word? Come on. Come on. The FTR 1200 is coming. Yeah, bacon. Take that. October. Bacon, bite it, baby. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. But I have a, I have a question. Yeah. What's the price? Well, we don't even know what it looks like yet. But if it's anything like the the FTR twelve hundred custom that was built, it's gonna be really cool. And I, I just, I have to applaud Indian for building it. Everyone asked for it, and they did it. And now you all better go buy one. Bacon. <laughs> bacon says it looks like crap. No, it doesn't. Don't listen to Bacon. It looks like a lot of fun to me. It is a lot of fun. Just like Bacon. <laughs> You've ridden it, Rico? Bacon? No. <laughs> <laughs> no deal. <laughs> yeah, well, there's some really cool... We'll have a link in the show notes. Some really cool videos about it. The custom. What? I'm supposed to share what happened in Mount Bacon bits. Bacon's broken bits. Oh, that's gay, by the way. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) That's so gay. Moving on. Ah, see you excited. You want to ride this thing, Hogan? 
Yeah. Care? You watching any flat track racing? No. No, I mean, but if if I get that bike, I'll have a fat track to ride on. You'll have a fat track. Uh-huh. I'll make one. <laughs> uh, I had a swamp track this weekend. That swamp been track. Fun. Yeah, from all the rain. Right. So that's all you want to talk about? I mean, that's all you're going to say? Well, there isn't really much to talk about. The bike's coming in October, and we won't see it until then. Well, October is almost around the corner. It is around the corner. Right. The 20th. Do you think we'll see it at Barber? Well, maybe. Maybe. Nah, I don't know. I don't know about that. Why not? Why wouldn't it? It'll be October. No. Not their scene. Not you don't think? They're, huh? they're there. Yeah, there's no vintage Indians around. <laughs> Shut up. There is. There is too. Uh, let's see. Uh, I want to check the article again. They were talking about when it was going to be released. Let's see, where did that go? Oh, more speculation. Speculation. I don't know. I don't remember. You know what? I like this because it's different than. And I struggle with the scout, you know, with the frame and everything. There's nothing really you can do too much to it. I like how they, they've chopped this up. They've exposed the motor a little bit more. They've shortened that uh, swing arm where there's not, there's this gap between the back tire and the motor in between the seats where it's just like, what are you going to do with that? You know, and I'm glad that these guys are chopping out this motor, putting it in a different frame and. You know, really showcasing it. And I think it looks a lot better. I, I wish and I hope that Indian will continue to be innovative when it comes to this motor and this bike, yeah, per se, because it's so cool looking and they can do a lot more with the different uh, variations of frames around this motor because it just it's kick ass. And I think they can benefit from uh, being a little bit more innovative instead of just keeping it in that. Uh, current state of what it's in with the scout i think they can yeah, do a lot this, more or this FTR you know, bike. come out with a total yeah come out with a totally new bike altogether to yeah. break free of the the norm would probably help this yeah this it, it needs to have this this exposed frame like this um that that kind of mimics the flat track racing bike because yeah if it comes to production with the same cast parts for the radiator and the the, the mounts behind the engine and stuff like that like that's a fail. <laughs> right. I don't want to see those same parts that are on the regular scout on this FTR anywhere. Me neither. No. Don't do it. How dare you? Because this thing looks so cool. This FTR 1200 Custom is just. It's the catch me out. Yeah, it regardless of what it's like to ride it. I mean, it just looks awesome. It does. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoy it. I know Bacon doesn't because, you know, it goes against, you know, the whole Harley rule. And all that, but I think it looks good. <laughs> oh dear! All right. Well, once that comes out, we'll talk about it again, and hopefully, we get to ride it. All right. Sport touring. Want to talk a little sport touring? Let's do it, baby. Now, this is a bike that isn't—I don't want to say it's not on my radar, but it's—it had not previously been on my radar too much, even as I'm looking at sort of a sport touring bike 
sometime in the future. Until I saw the news of BMW's new R1250 GS and the RT, which is the touring bike. So these bikes are increased their uh, displacement a little bit. So they're now just under 1250 cc's, a little more power, a lot more tech. They have a shift cam actuated uh, variable valve timing system, which utilizes two different cam lobes, cam profiles inside the engine, and just a bunch of you know technological advances and colors and all sorts of little whiz bang things. But on the surface, Hogan, there is a RT model. If you look at the link there, there's a version of it in black with a beautiful brown seat. What do you think of that I one? See that? <laughs> Isn't that sick looking? It is. I, I and I like it. And you know, I like them both. Really, to be honest with you, I like the I like the blue. I like the white one with the gold reels. You like the GS Adventure? I, I like the GS Adventure for some reason. That that's speaking to me. But I do love the brown seat. You know how fun the brown seats are for me. Well, that fun GS knows. is a special uh, HP edition. You know, is a nod to the you know, off-road side of the bike. Mm. Now, to me, the front of this bike looks heavy. The RT? The RT. It does. It looks nose-heavy. It sure does. It does. Doesn't it? Yeah, there's a lot of bulk there above that front wheel. Mm-hmm. But this is a, this is a bike I have to sort of add to the list now, because uh, what is the upgraded horsepower? I think it's like 136 horsepower. It's up from like 125, give or take. But if you scroll down in the the second article, there is a Mars red metallic and slate dark metallic. Oh, be still my heart. That thing is beautiful. No, 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 no. If I was to get this bike, it'd be in white with a brown seat. Mm. It would. No. Because the white, you can see all the curves. And all the little variations of what they tried to do with the fairings and so forth. With with a solid color, you you miss all that. You miss all the accentuations of all the curvatures and all the you know the nuances about this bike. You pick it all up when it's white. But what you're missing is the red one, the engine and the the single sided swing arm and some other parts on the bike are black instead of silver. Yeah, I, the, the red's cool, and it's aggressive, and it's exciting, and it's yeah. fun. It's like a hot redhead, but, you know, no. Like it, a hot rod. Yeah. With a big booty, you know. It's all it's all there. It's kind of a flat booty, so. It's kind of. It's got saddles, so it doesn't And the happen. saddlebags are just kind of flat on the back, so. <laughs> Baby got nothing going on in the back. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. But, yeah, I, I, I just dig this bike in white. I don't know what it is. Now, wait a minute. Now, you like the GS in white or the RT? The big one. The, big, the one with the, the gold the, wheels the, is a GS. The GS, not the GS. No, no. This is going back to the other one. RT in white. You're the RT in white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With a brown seat. With a brown seat. Is that possible? It, I hope so. Off to the interwebs I go. <laughs> I built one earlier. So, pricing-wise... I spec'd one out with every feature on it that I would want, and it was around mm-hmm. twenty-five grand. Okay, 
That's not too bad. Yeah, that's not bad. You get a ton of features with this thing. So, I like it. I'm, gonna, I'm putting huh. it right on the list, squarely on the list. Yeah, that's 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 pretty cool. And I like the 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 um, display on it. All digital. Yeah. It's a next generation dynamic ESA. Yeah, they've increased the uh, suspension on it, the dynamic suspension semi. Oh, what is it? Semi. Gosm. Struggling for words. Electronic suspension adjustment. Dynamic systems. Yeah. What what were you looking for? <laughs> I don't remember. It's not like fully adjustable, like fully automatic. It said it was like I forget the word to use, but it was like semi adjustable. Come on, where is that? You know, I have to edit this damn thing. Oh damn you BMW. Edit. Oh why? Why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 135 horsepower. You think that's enough for a 600 pound bike? Uh, yeah. I don't no, know. No, yeah, no. Yeah. That's enough horsepower. Need a little bit more. Mm, otherwise, you'd be coming out of the seat. <laughs> Electronic suspension adjustment. It doesn't. The semi part I'm not finding, so I'm not going to worry about it. Yeah, I think you made that up. Whatever. Oh, it's called Alpine White. Yeah, Alpine White. Well, that's that's for the 2018s, though. The, 19, before the 19. Well, I'm on I'm on their website. But the I didn't think you could get the brown seat with the Alpine White. I thought that was exclusive okay, to the carbon black. You can black. get a custom seat. Hello. Oh, <laughs> now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. These are BMWs. You got to get it from the factory. Mm. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Mm. What are we eating, Rico? Popcorn. Spicy popcorn. You didn't bring any for us, Rich. I I got a twenty pound, a twenty dollar size bag, and it was huge. And I, in the last week, I've finished it. Tonight's the last little bit. <laughs> it took a while because this is so spicy. And I watched like four movies trying to finish this bag, and I'm all <laughs> finally there. Nice man. <laughs> We're all <over> the <laughs> all right. Back on. Get out the rabbit hole. Sorry. Why'd you go down the road, hole, Rich? Well, so my, my only point really is just that I'm going to have to look at the RT. I'm going to have to go ride this. Oh. It's in a, for the price, that's an attractive package for all the features you get. And now it's a yeah. brand new model for 19. So why not? Yeah. I, I think, yeah. I think a lot of people are going to love that bike. It's just a classic touring bike, sport touring bike. That sounds pretty good too. Did you listen to it on the website? Yeah, the speed and the agility of a BMW. I love it. Cool. I want one. I gotta have it. All right. Well, I think that's all I've got. Unless you guys want to <laughs> talk all, about the, the self riding. That's all you want to get me from that? I'd work on that. Never mind. I'll splice it back in later. It'll be fine. I'm fine. Whatever. I'm over it. Huh? The self riding BMW? You care? Let's do it. Why not? Self-riding? Really? How can you self-ride a BMW? How can you self-ride? It was a project, a research project, to come up with some convenience and safety features, and they basically demoed a, looks like a a GS that was riding itself. Got a link right there and notes for you, buddy. How can can it ride itself? How can you ride a bike by itself? Systems, man. Autonomous. uh, uh, big data, um, AI, uh, algos, 
So, so what are you going to do? Sit in your couch and let your motorcycle go ride, go ride for you? Right. You stick a GoPro on it. Yeah. Okay. That part you go I don't out. Understand? Yeah. It's like, why would I'm you want a bike to ride, ride itself? <laughs> yeah, that that'll work. Yeah, sweet. I'm going out for a ride. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. Okay. Fine. 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 I'll send the yeah. bike out and I'll sit here and watch TV. Watch. I'll watch the video. It's like I'm there. Uh. That sounds like the ultimate way to drive your wife crazy. Just sit there, and instead of watching TV, you're just watching your bike go around this neighborhood. Oh, that would just drive her nuts, right? Uh, awesome. But what happens so when the bike pulls into the into the pub? That's no without fun. you. Ah, uh, that's that's a heartbreak. That's just wrong. Yeah, that's just wrong. That's wrong. Bad bike. I <laughs> know, bad bike. <laughs> Although bad. safety feature, bro. You go out to the pub, you have you a couple, and the bike drive you home. Okay, well, that could be a vantage point for some people that go to the bars and drinks. Yeah. A little too much. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do, do that. that. We don't condone that. Do not. not. At all. Do we, Rich? Not at all. All right. Not even good. once. All right. All right, that's it. Self-riding bikes, bad idea. Bad idea. So wrong. All right, let's take a moment. And recognize the people who continue to make our show possible. What? 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 And we do that by thanking the Riders of Loud Pipes for their continued support. And before we do that, we need to introduce our newest member to the Riders of Loud Pipes. And that would be Tony Tarabellini. Welcome to the clubhouse. The hangout. Fuck Tony. Tony. Monthly hangout, our photo share, all the perks that go along with your support level. And we appreciate your support. Yeah, Hogan, you got to get back in there. Clubhouse is getting full. I know, right? Stop slacking off, Rico. Getting to where I can't follow the conversation. Too many. Slacker. (laughs) Slacker. Well, let's thank our first five riders. Marcus, Rickard, Edward, Jebby, and Zion. Thank you, fellas. Slack pack would be Chuck, Nobby Tire, Old Man Slacker, Sir Mike, and Squatchy Pete. Barbershop would be Chad, Steven, and Jacob. And then we have Steve, Micah, Kenny, Dangerous Dave, James, Bronco Ride, Rich, Joe, Sean, and now Tony makes up the riders group. And we have Darren, the Motorcycles and Misfits podcast, and Jared are the insiders. You can become a member of this group. Just visit loudpipes.net slash donate. Click the support level that interests you most and come join the fun. Please, please come join the fun. All right, real quick. I've got a little feedback, Brother Hogan. What you got? And John, for both of you. Uh-huh. A little feedback? How little is he? A little feedback? I don't know. He didn't give his height. Okay. <laughs> so we got an email from Neil Leach, so I want to thank him for that. And he says, uh, gentlemen, just enjoyed listening to uh, my pal Jim May in episode 34, which goes all the way back to December of 2015. Wow, he's neat. He's got to catch up. He's got some catching up to do, so. <laughs> a little bit. He liked the interview. He took a look at our recent episodes and was impressed by the breadth of content and uh, wishes us the best. So, appreciate that, Neil. Thank you so much. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Love you, man. And if he's, he started at 34, he'll probably hear this next year. Right. <laughs> well, it depends on how fast he gets going through it. Right. Maybe he's 
listening at 3x speed or something. He'll get there. The world is round. Eventually, he'll get there. Okay. Thanks, Neil. Did we have any U-turn topics? I don't think we did, right? Not technically. I don't think so. Nothing left over from Indian. No more Indian bashing. No more Harley bashing. Nah, I'm over it. You're over it. Well, I could share my little ride that I went last week. Well, since our show, I went to see our brother Zion. Oh, yeah. How was that? Did you? Yeah. Went up, saw brother Zion. And went up for the weekend. Got a new uh, addition. Got some more storage added to the spider. How'd you do that? Duct tape? No, added a rack to the back of the spider. A rack? Taped the koozie to the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Added the koozie and, you know. So uh, did that. And we went out and Friday night, went out and uh, Dangerous Dave and Dangerous Deb, Zion and his girl Stacy. We all went up to dinner and had a good old time. Very nice. And then I had an adventure coming home. What'd you do? Uh, six hours riding in the rain. Oh, that had to suck. <laughs> yeah, it kind of did. And and as great as a spider is at uh, riding, um, as some people might know that I went to a car tire. Well, probably tomorrow. No, no, tomorrow the motorcycle tire is going back on. What? Yeah, I hydroplane about ten times. Yeah. <laughs> So it was not very much fun when you're riding on the road, can't change lanes. And literally when you hit a puddle, you the back your, end slid out. Ooh. So did your ass cheeks like suck in your suit? <laughs> <laughs> a, a few times, my friend. A few times. The last one was the rear end went to the left. Okay. On the bike, as I'm sitting on the bike, it went to the left. Went to the left. It traction control came on. I lowered off the throttle. I think the bike kicked in, and it came straightened back out, and I felt it grip. And that was where I was like, I'm done. Oh. So. It doesn't have like a rain motor or anything, just traction no. control, right? No. Wow. So, yeah, let's talk about that. I mean, how yeah. it would like in the rain when you're riding that thing. Okay. Does it hydroplane a lot with that tire? Or did it do it more or less with the other tire on, with the motorcycle tire? I can't. I never rode with a motorcycle tire fully in, in this much rain. To my understanding, when I was talking to somebody um, that was looking at the weather in the area, told me I went through some major rain. And in fact, when it happened, after, right when it happened, it um, was it before during at some point there was a car accident actually happened in front of me with two mm-hmm. cars that I think hydroplane as well. I mean, it was pretty bad rain, wow. it's standing water, and I couldn't change lanes. If I touched the paint of the strips, it felt like the car was the bike was going to let loose. And the other thing I think I concluded was it looked like 81. I was on I 81, had some fresh blacktop, mm-hmm. so I think yeah. you know, oil from that coming up or seeping up in the rain and i think that Ooh. was added to it and i talked to as i talked to the instructor that was going to give me the spider class i talked to him because he actually does um tire testing on car on bikes he's a big michelin fan and he has an adv bike and his thing about the tires a little information for prior pe- people that have adv tires and experience the shinko 705s he told me where he really likes those tires for ADV bikes. 
for every for the price and what they perform and everything across the board. So I, I actually talked to him and he was like, yeah, he probably should aspire, you know, motorcycle tire. And then I talked to the service manager at the dealership and he kind of nailed it. Kind of kind of said, well, yeah, we recommend a you know motorcycle tire. But I think Rich helped me out the best to understand it. So, thanks, buddy. So, will will that thing ever spin around? Like it, when you hydroplane, will it ever spin out? It shouldn't. The the nanny control should kick in enough. But still, when the back end slides out doing sixty miles an hour, oh, I know. It kind of sends you for a little like. Uh, it, yeah, I can uh, imagine. Uh, what do I do? Yeah, so do you slow down or do you just well, keep you, your pace and just well, keep Well, I going, slow down, but still, you know, you're in interstate, traffic, right. rain. There's just a bunch of stuff. In fact, the going thing about this right now, when I was out on the tail of the dragon and we got rained on with this tire, I'm pretty sure I had at this point, when I went through puddles of rain, I actually felt the back end slide out then too. Mm. So, so, wow. So you almost have to be an experienced. So, do you feel like you're going to get thrown off of the spider when when it slides out like that, or what's the general feeling when you do that? Because I I've never ridden one, and I've never one, ridden one in the rain. Now I'm just curious what that feels like. I, I guess how I put it is the back end. You know, you're you're. Your mind's thinking I'm tracking straight, going on this road. I want to go here. And all of a sudden, you feel the back end slide one way that you don't expect. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's, I guess, how I could say. I don't know how to conclude it. It's just unnerving. Uh-huh. Like, I remember I, I remember one day, I was, we were in the flats. I was up in Cleveland at this point. I was on the R6, and I was doing a willy. Down one of these side streets. No. And um, I come down real quick, but there, because a cop had pulled up to a stop sign. So I, I, I slam on the rear brake. I come down real quick. And for whatever reason, I never released the back brake. So I'm starting to slide to the left. And as I start to slide, the bike starts to tilt downward. So it's like this uh, flat track type of slide. That I'm I'm keeping straight, but I'm sliding like I'm going around the corner. Hmm. So that, and then you know you know you're dragging your leg at the same time, and you're praying that the cop don't see you doing all this <laughs> at the same time. And that was the like an oh oh crap moment in my life on that bike, and you know you know that just brought back memories of just sliding out and your tail just coming out around the front of you and trying to keep it all together. And um and recovering. But yeah, I just I can't imagine being on the highway, being hundreds of miles away and having to ride through the rain in those type of conditions where you're just like every any any little thing, the wind blows a certain way, you hit, you know, the huge pole of water or a semi drives by and you know, the the wind from that and the water splashing on you. I just I can't imagine having to deal with that for an uh, extended amount of time because my heart would be pounding, my knuckles would be white. <laughs> Hands would be sore. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, I actually did slow down. I pretty much stayed in the right-hand lane just so I wasn't in the left and just tried to 
just take it easy getting home. Um, I was at a field run that I was trying to do 150 mile field runs. I was at about 75 when I stopped because I just, I had you to, had to, you had to mentally I, relax for a minute. I, I had to stop and just relax to try to get it out of my system. Right. And I mean, I was trying to change lanes inside the lane, you know, trying to move. Okay. If I get off the center, if I move more where tire track was on the mm-hmm. car, was it helping push the water out of the way? You know, yeah, how does that work on the spider when you're in that, you're trying to hit that dry patch? <laughs> you put yeah. the rear tire on that dry patch, patch, or do you just put the two front tires on that dry patch? What do you, I how do you do think, that? I think I'd rather have the back tire now hmm. because you're going to have, you know, that's your drive that's going to steer it because you got two up front that, you know, can push more. Hmm. You kind of can control. And they're skinny. And they're skinnier tires, and that helps a little bit. Yeah, you don't have that flat spot. Yeah. In fact, I just went and found my order for my rear tire, and it was back in May. I got the car tire for the Can-Am. So when I went to the tail, it was in, uh, I think it was June, July time frame. So it was just even after I got it, it even I could feel it even go. So. As as Rich, I think, kind of talked to me was, um, you know, the compound of the tire is harder. Am I right, Rich? Is we're going down this path correctly from you talking to me? Yeah. So generally, if a tire has longer life, you know, or lo- higher tread wear, then generally the compound is harder. So you're going to, yeah. you know, when it's wet or cold, your adhesion is is technically lower. Right, and it was, you know, mid-50s. So, I mean, it was colder, so the tire and raining. Mm-hmm. So, it was just everywhere. So, as much as I wanted the, the longer life, I'm going back for my trip west on a motorcycle tire. So, hopefully, it, I have better luck. And to yeah. my understanding is that the motorcycle tire is a, is a two-ply, where the car tire is a four-ply. And, you know... The other caveat to the whole situation is the car tire was rated for a car, you know, right? A couple of thousand pounds weight on that wheel. It would generate more heat on the car, generate more heat and everything else. I might have 500 on the back tire. You're not that fat. (laughs) Uh, You don't know how to answer that one. Well, I'm talking about, you know, <laughs> weight distribution from the bike has to be back there. You got luggage. Right. So everything combined, you got that much weight possibility back there. So, But you're you're like in between. You're not actually yeah. sitting on the back tire. Correct. Correct. So. I found the semi word, if you care. What's the semi word? <laughs> Well, it's on BMW's website. Their dynamic ESA, it says it's a semi-active suspension. What does that mean, semi-active? Well, meaning that it's probably the electronically controlled piece of it is probably only one part of the shock. So it says it continuously adjusts the dampening, the damping according to the riding situation. So, so it's constantly pumping air into the cylinder. 
Is that what you're saying? I don't think it's doing it with air, though. I think it's doing it with the valving. They had a cutaway picture on, can't remember if it was motorcycle.com or the other one. They had a cutaway of the, the shock. Uh-huh. And if you look at it, there is a, sorry, I got to scroll again. <laughs> so you have the regular <laughs> shock in the spring. Right. And it looks like even an external reservoir. And then there's another little module attached to it. And I'm assuming that just continuously adjusts the valving. That's huh. kind of what it looks like. I guess. Stiffening and softening. Somewhat. I mean, can you really feel that, though, when all that's happening and you're right? Well, some some of the bikes, people claim you can when you switch it, switch the ride modes. You know, these active suspension systems, you know, really do change the dynamics of it. Hmm. You know, I guess it would depend on, you know, how much it's adjusting it. You know, how far is really being changed from one mode to another. Mm-hmm. It'll be nice if you could even adjust that even more to where you can actually feel yeah that happening as you ride you know yeah. to your preference that would be cool yeah you know they have this semi adjustable thing but a lot of times you really don't feel that happening yeah uh, in your ride and unless you can customize it more I've played around with awesome. that on the R6 though because the forks really? are fully adjustable mm-hmm. so I've for example I've taken like both the compression and rebound, crank them all the way in or all the way out and mm-hmm. ride it a little bit, see what the difference is. I can I can notice a little bit. Maybe it would notice more if I was riding it harder, but I have to take a pretty big swing at it though. Right. It. So you you're not doing any willies or anything crazy where you you have to have a huge adjustment. So slamming down like that. So do you feel like whatever setting you have it on now? where it's spongy or a little harder, you know, to kind of help you with your riding style, you know, where you're, you know, cause you're still getting used to riding on your wrist. Yeah. So does it help with the softness when you're in your ride? I have compression and rebound are both at the factory setting mm, and okay. the preload is all the way out because of the stiffer spring. And the only adjustment I've made since I started riding it is I've put more preload in it. Because as I'm getting used to it, I'm getting used to braking harder. I notice the the you know the little zip tie on the forks is moving farther and farther up the tube mm-hmm. to where it's pretty much at the end of the travel range. Okay. So I just recently added two more rounds into it, and I'll try that on our road trip. Cool. Any stoppies? Not really. I have. <laughs> I haven't got the nerve to play around with that stuff yet. Oh, okay. I'm just asking. Yeah, I am braking a lot harder than I probably ever have on a motorcycle, just because mm-hmm. it, it can. Right. But I've, other than lighting up the rear, I haven't really gotten it off the ground yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Word of advice, don't do it while the tire is cold. <laughs> and don't do it on the painted areas. Oh, yeah. I can imagine. <laughs> Just a little side note. So I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like an oopsie. Yeah. Oh, I had a couple of moments of, uh, yeah. So That's don't true. do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do a little wrenching on it over the weekend, too. Oh, yeah. What'd you do? I think that's a different segment. So let's talk. Let's head over to the garage. Head over to the garage. Do we have a 
soundbite for that? Yeah, apparently we do. <laughs> I think it's this one. <laughs> uh, nothing major. Just got the what it, the, the coverage on is called the oil pump cover, I found out. Okay. Well, that's the cover on the right side. Of the yeah, point. the smaller one towards the front. Mm-hmm. And that's where I thought it was. In front of the clutch cover. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Uh, which, according to Brother Zion, will probably be next, because as he reminded me, you know, you fit, you replace one gasket, and then it goes for the next one, the next weakest one in the chain. So hmm. the clutch one will probably be next. Which is okay, because I've always wanted to take a clutch apart anyway, so that would be fun. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what? I I am having so much fun with this bike. It's just okay. When I when I first got it, I have to admit I looked at it like, oh my god, oh my god, do how am I going to work on this thing? Like, look at all that stuff, Mm -hmm. (laughs) hoses and wires and covers and oh oh my, my. yeah. (laughs) But you know, get the manual, start taking it apart, keep everything in order. Follow all the torque specs, and so far I've been able to put it all back together. Nice. Well, awesome. So, what'd you find when you took this uh, um, uh, plate off cover? Well, I think yeah, I think we talked about that in an earlier show, but it looked like the gasket was had either slipped or was not on right on the top because it was like metal to metal for a little piece of the cover. So, took the old gasket off. It was super brittle i mean it just fell apart yeah it just basically fell apart and cleaned it up put the new one on button it up have my little helpers in the in the basement as well yeah the boy has it fixed the leak yet i don't know i i did it during hurricane florence so i didn't have a chance to get it out so this weekend i'll i'll take so it we'll out. go ahead and report for next show yeah I, I need to do a check ride before we go to alabama so yeah you do that's for sure. But, mm-hmm. it, but it looks good, Rico. Oh, man. Yeah. I got the whole thing wiped down. So I cleaned the chain, relubed the chain. Looks brand new again. Wiped the wheels down. They're mm-hmm. shiny and they look brand new. Got the loud pipe stickers on front and back. Got the stickers on. And I wiped the entire bike down with the bike spirits spray you uh-huh. turned me on to. Uh-huh. Holy cow, man. It's like, it looks like a new bike. <sighs> Nice. I can't wait to see her. It looks awesome. Can't wait. So, John, did you get your uh, barber uh, wristband? I did. Nice. Rich, you got yours, right? I got mine. I got mine, too. I'm looking at it. Sweet. I can't wait. Sweet. I can't wait. And I'm hey, not going to leave it Rico, home Rico, next time. Rico, I'm not going to leave it at home. Rico, Rico, <laughs> I have a job for you tomorrow. What you got? Go out to your bike. <laughs> Take that little bag, that little thing, <laughs> put it in your bike account. All right. <laughs> put it underneath your back seat with your owner's manual, okay? Right. All right. Don't put it in the luggage compartment because you might have might to say, take it off. Right? I might take it out because I'm like, oh, I don't need this. But in with the owner's manual or, or where, is, where you get it. Yeah, that's right. a good idea. You know, I, it's funny you say that because I thought of that. The, the little cubby in the lower fairing. There you go. That's it. Yeah, I was think I was thinking about riding down there without the tour pack on this year. <laughs> Who's going to carry Rich's stuff? I'm not carrying Rich's stuff. I ain't either. I, I don't care. I'm not I'm, carrying anything. 
I got a backpack. I got a, I got to slip into one of the side saddles because I'm not taking a tour pack this year. Okay. I can wear the same clothes for three days. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Basically, so two days. Oh. I'm going to wear, you know, the one set two days in a row, then the other set for another two days, and that, that should cover me. Wait, I'll, wait, I need to prepare underwear wear? for the ride home. Well, I'll have the four different sets of underwear and socks, but that's it. Okay. Uh, all right well i don't know sir sir mike volunteered to take some stuff so i may put all the recording gear in a box and send it with him Mm. it's a good idea if he's still going i had a text message with him and yes he says he's still going i believe it when he's there (laughs) (laughs) little motivation for you brother Uh, yes. So let's see. Um, uh, where else we got going on? Hmm. Anything oh, that? Was, go ahead. So, John, did you map out our route or anything like that? Are we taking a different route this year? Yeah, we're What's coming to get you. We're coming to get you. We're coming to get me. Okay. But Southern from here. Are we just going to go twenty all the way, or are we going to take some back roads or anything? Uh, well, the plan is is to because we're getting to your place. Depends on what time we leave. We're getting there kind of late, so there's some backward I have from over where you are over to twenty, so we miss Atlanta. Okay. And then we're getting on twenty. You're gonna hit that twenty, yeah. That's the fastest way to get to Birmingham. Twenty. And, and I would love to say I'd love to take some back roads, but oh, by that you. time I think I'll be ready to get there. I hear you. I hear you. Okay. I just because you know it'll be a quick trip for me. Two hours. There's nothing. Yeah, yeah. This is a warm up for you. I know. It's crazy. But wake up early. It's like it's your trip out west. Is I, I, you know, I got mixed emotions about that because I want to go, but I don't want to (laughs) go. You know. I hear you. I booked hotels for that today. Did you? Yeah. On the way out for Roger and his dad and myself, I booked the hotels today. So, so we got those all buttoned up all the way to all the way out to California. And then my plan of action coming back is I'm not a hundred percent sure which way I'm coming. Well, I have the way I want. I have a way coming back. I plan. I plan to go up through Salt Lake City and into Denver and come back across. Man, I don't want to do that. Unfortunately, I don't know what the weather's going to be. And if it gets where it's snow in the mountains, it's going to be heading south. So I don't want to plan anything until I get out there. But yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm saying that uh, I have my cousin in California. They're looking forward to me coming out. Uh, there's been two days, the weekend with them. So like two and a half days with them. And I'm supposed to meet up with uh, Brian Honeycutt. So he's me about meeting up. We're going to meet up with uh, Jacob in in Albuquerque. Chuck, maybe we'll come down to Albuquerque. If not, I'm going to see him in Denver in my stop. I'm going to see Big Joe that's in um, Conway, Arkansas. So That sounds fun. The whole ride sounds amazing. It is. And like I've said to people before, you know, Send us back to feedback at rwstudios.com. I said it correct, Rich. You did. Hot diggity dang. And if anybody wants to know my plans and meet up or anything, I mean, I have a schedule and 
I'm trying to stick to it. So I don't mind seeing people at stops or at night. So yeah, should be a fun time. Hmm. Oh yeah. And we're also going to stop on the way out. Roger and his dad and myself are stopping in Dayton to see, uh, Chad and his, uh, and Jenny. So we're going to get out there midday on Monday. So I'm going to hang out with them Monday night. So, John I, John, I hope you get elected after this road trip. I know, right? <laughs> elected to what? This can run for something. Riding insane master or something crazy. You know, some big title, some big escalade that you can put behind your name. Rico, you know, we got to take side roads, right? Yeah. Right. Well, well, right. you and Rico can take the side routes coming back. Yeah, we're gonna enjoy ourselves coming back. That's right. Um, my plan. Maybe when I get back from out west, I'll have about twenty four thousand miles on the bike. So, yeah. Dang, great. Yeah. Dang, dang. So yeah, so I would love to find back roads, but that that might get. Kind of boring after a while, just all highway, bro. Just so, and who so, are you riding with? Yeah, all two hours of it. Yeah. <laughs> so, what coming back or out? Yeah, going out there and coming back. So, Roger, it's all highway. Well, when we leave, when we leave, um, Birmingham, we're backroading it over to uh, Texas. So, we're kind of doing two days to get over to, to Denton. Texas is pretty big. You're going to be there a while. You know that, right? No. Uh, yeah. All right. Just letting you know. Then when we get, um, when we leave Monday morning, we're kind of state highwaying it from Denton back up to 40. So that's going to be kind of Texas um, state highway to get to I-40. And then I-40, Albuquerque. And then Albuquerque to Grand Canyon. Um, then over to Vegas is highway. And then once we got out of Vegas, we're going through death Valley and up the, up in the mountains and they're going through Yosemite. <clears throat> All right. So yeah. Gas. Yeah. Going through death Valley and all that. You might want to gas up before you actually go through there. Okay. Right? Take some extra, a little extra something, something or drive at a, you know, steady pace so you don't burn all through all your gas. Okay. They don't call it death valley for you know for nothing. So correct, there's actually a gas station inside the middle of Death Valley. In the middle, if you can make it. We can make it because I've mapped it out. Oh yeah. What is it then, Mr. I mapped it out. Uh what the gas station? Yeah, how far away? From last gas station to the middle. How far? How many miles? Yeah, I know you don't know that off to, off your hip, so Johnny, I'm gonna buy you a travel fuel container. Something for you to yeah. take with you. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be um, 85 miles. Oh, that's it? Ah, that was something more dramatic than that. Wheel. No. No, we are actually doing that day. That day where it's actually pretty much all 80 mile range. Mm. So we're keeping it pretty. Mm. How many How many miles a gallon can you do on a full tank? I can that's get, it, right? I've been doing 150. And the gaslight hasn't came on yet. Okay. And I fill up and it's about five gallons. Hmm. 
So I have another gallon and a half. In fact, what has happened, talking about bikes, is since the engine has worked itself in, broken, broken, that's what that's what I was thinking for. Broken um, in. Correct. It's gotten better gas mileage or it goes longer because before about 120, 130, the light would come on saying I need gas and now mm. it's gone to 150. Yeah, okay. But it also depends on how who I'm running with and how fast I'm running. All right. I'm by myself and I keep it in check, 150. If I'm running a little faster, it's going to be a lot less. Hmm. And so, so that's the other thing is depends on what time me and Rich head out from Charlotte and all that area to get down there. We're looking to get into your place, Rico, or that area. Oh, oh, time is it? Did I say four o'clock? Four thirty. Four thirty. Wait, what? 4.30. 4.30, bruh. Lunchtime. Do what, Rich? Wait, wait, wait. Why 4.30? 4.30, my friend. To get to what Rico's house from Charlotte. Uh-huh. You're going to leave around You gonna leave around 12. It only takes there. four hours. 10 o'clock, my friend. You're going to leave at 10, so you'll be there, too. Not not going not uh, to down with, with Rich. Oh, and you're riding with Rich. Yeah, there you're you right. go. All right, you're right, you're right. All right. <laughs> I got stuff at the Starbucks, you know? Yeah, exactly. I was going to say that. There's we a gotta have couple Starbucks. Time. Yep, you got to sit and talk about it. He's got to relax his wrists. You do the same. You do the same. <laughs> Zip it. <laughs> Zip it, A. Zip it. www.zip.com. Uh, but maybe we get there sooner since I might be in Charlotte on Wednesday night. So, yeah, I was gonna say we can we can leave at like eight thirty. Yeah, whenever we get here, well, we can we can leave at eight thirty if you're ready to go, my brother. I'll be ready to go. <laughs> get ready to roll. You want to have your backpack and everything? I'll pack when you get there. That's <laughs> <laughs> my boy. I don't want to waste any time. All right. All right. Well, I have I have one little more one little uh, production note before we sign okay. off here, and then yes. if you guys have anything else, let me know. Brother Zion had some good feedback. He was listening to our last episode, which was our Modus tribute, and he said, and I and I agree, was having some trouble sort of determining when. <laughs> we were live and when we were playing previous audio so he had recommended we come up with something to transition so i decided anytime we play previous audio or get in the wayback machine or anything we want to talk about from the past we'll transition with this why not right hmm no I don't know. It's got to be more universal. That's all only Modus. If we talking about Modus, but Modus is going away, so we can't use that now. No, but that's what I'm saying. Else. It's appropriate because the feedback came from that episode, and since Modus went away, anytime we get in the Wayback Machine, I think that's perfect. Okay, we'll try it out and see what they think. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to make something else, feel free. I could do that. 
by the way. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Warfield. Oh, dear. This you have missed some. You missed a topic that we were going to say that we're going to announce during the show. I did. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know why? Because it's not in the document. Uh huh. So can uh-huh. I say it now? Uh-huh. Say it now. When the barbershop level was originally created, way back, whenever we first started doing that, twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. That support level came with a free T-shirt initially, and then we were going to give a swag bag package every year. So every time we returned to Barber, we were going to grab you know, whatever swag we take with us and send one of each to the members of the Barber shop. Yeah, the supporters. Well, we didn't go last year, and we didn't really do much for swag. So this year, we're going to blow it up, baby. <laughs> Yeah, so this year, we're going to have new shirts done, and everyone that's barbershop or above. You know what? Never mind. I just got a little puke in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong button. That's funny. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Everyone that's barbershop or above is going to get that shirt. So, John's having to print it up now. John and Natalie are having them printed, and we'll get addresses and shipping, and we'll send them out. And whoever signed up that I will see, I will hand deliver them. Right. Anyone that John's going to see in the next 60 days, <laughs> give it to you. Personally delivered. Personally delivered. K&M Express. Exactly. So that's the big news. Like I said, we haven't done much. We didn't do anything last year swag-wise because we didn't go. and. And Why I didn't know, we go again? We had a bunch what of happened? competing things last year. My what, what happened? My wife went to Chicago for the award thing that she right. won, and I, I think, think I was in. You went back to country. Costa Rica, yeah, right. So it would have just been John. Wow, sorry, John. It's okay. It's cool, man. It's but cool. we're so going this year. Right. We're going to make up. That's for right. It. So make up for that lost time. I, I, I got some. I got some Jim Beam for you, there, Rico. All right, baby. Don't you worry. I'm gonna drink it. I'm gonna drink it. I'm gonna drink that shit. So you know, I might throw out the dangerous Dave rule. The, what? the bottle's the bottle's not going home full. Gotta be oh, empty the bottle ain't going home. It's okay. gonna stay in the hotel room empty. All right. Okay. Hmm. If not, I'm gonna have to call Brother Bacon to come help you. Now, don't you worry about it. Bacon ain't getting nothing. <laughs> He's not coming, so it doesn't matter. Exactly. That's why you ain't getting nothing. All right. You guys got anything else? We'll shut it down. We can do this in the downshift. Let's do Uh, it. All right. I would like to, again, thank the Riders of Loud Pipes for their continued support. And if you're interested in joining this group and supporting the show, please visit loudpipes.net forward slash donate. Many of the things we do in this show are driven by what happens in the clubhouse or suggestions and things like that. And In the next couple of weeks, we're going to have a couple of announcements directly from the clubhouse. Uh, We do this show Thursdays as often as we can, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Join us at loudpipes.net slash live. Mix it up in the chat with us um, during the show and other riders. Follow us on the Mixlr app, M-I-X-L-R, and you'll be notified when we go live. 
Additional information from this episode, including some links, probably no images this week, but definitely links can be found on the website, cloudpipes.net slash 135. There are some links there to leave us some feedback, subscribe to the show, and of course, follow us on social media. <laughs> Brother Hogan. Yeah, yeah. He stands up. Let's do this, Brutus. All right, Johnny John. Let's roll. Good night. Thank you for listening please consider supporting the show we offer generous rewards for your contribution find more details at loudpipes.net forward slash donate